I feel fucking awesome. Why does it matter? I'm here. Watching some of these strawweight fights at UFC Fight Night in Mexico City, I thought about Champy. Yeah. What did you think about? Well, let's say, let's let's give it a bit of a, a <laughs> timeline. Like what uh, uh, when you before before UFC Fight Night, Roy Val versus Moreno 2. I I may have cursed us. You because, what, what have you done? Because you have <clears throat> you came to me and, and you said how do you feel about 2024? How do you feel about things coming up and I like 1FC PFL tour UFC 290 this 290 that 300. It's going to be amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Mhm. Mhm. And I, f- I forget there will be parts that are amazing. You were proven right last night by Francisco Prado, for instance. But there will be other parts that will be so expected and boring and stupid. <laughs> like Sage falling off the card two hours before the fight. And I really need to dial it back a little bit because the pump that I keep getting for this stuff, like PFL versus Bellator versus what I'm getting. They, I got home last night and I tried to buy the pay-per-view of PFL versus Bellator and ESPN aired out and wouldn't even let me buy it. I wanted to waste my money. I couldn't. <laughs> you should, you should do the same thing as I do. You should embrace the pump. I, I, I keep, I keep embracing the pump. And it seems really completely not worth it. And it seems like I'm the problem here. I'm cursing this to be less than it could have been. Less than my pump would expect. The pump can be seen as an isolated entertainment item you can consume. You just can't live off the pump. because That's true. John Jones pumped us a little bit. Oh, dude. John Jones... I'd say you're right. Actually, you're right. The whole the whole thing is I'm trying to make this all one thing, and we need to remember that while it is the MMA Love podcast, I've pretty much always been here for the circus. Let me tell you about if you if you look at this fight weekend as a whole, and I know it's it's hard to to watch everything, but you can watch some gifs, you can mm-hmm. watch some pirated YouTube fights that will go up instantly, and if you just rate this weekend as a whole you had let's just let's recount what we what what was on our radar you had karate combat <laughs> where craig the, one of the one of the only non-toxic bjj guys on the planet grappling guys on the planet craig jones he proved that you could fly submit someone off the wall so for now, what I take from that is that the final word has been spoken about um, grappling as a self-defense and street fight art. Have you seen that one? No, not yet, but now I have to. You definitely, definitely, definitely need to watch Craig Jones 
flying armbar, triangle, whatever, someone off the karate combat pit. It's very good. Then you go I'll on. I'll do it. You go on. I, I'll read you some, some stuff, and then we'll go, we'll go into more details. Yeah. The PFL has released their plan for Francis Ngannou's <laughs> first MMA super fight in the smart cage. Really? Imagine. Imagine the whole, the whole PFL versus PFL champs versus Bellator champs. Mm-hmm. We'll go into that one. But the weekend wasn't just UFC where rolling ankles was a theme. You didn't have you have PFL, you have karate combat, but then pal, Europe. Rem- remember Europe? <laughs> How could I forget? Remember the old the old world where you came from mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Like all yes. of you Americans came from from this place. Um, oh, that's slightly offensive, but we'll let yes, it ride. Yes, I know it has to be <laughs> because we're still here. And if you ever feel bored. Dear Americans, if you feel bored about the UFC's product, there is a, a, a smallish country in Europe. It's called Poland. Oh my God. Poland. K- KSW time. Konfrontacja Stuk Walki. It's the name. Yeah. KSW. They put on an event called Epic. Now let's go, go into that one. Was it, dude? <laughs> I'm. I'm. Getting, this is a quiz now, and I know quizzes are hard for you, and your brain sometimes cannot compute what I want you to do. But let me let me ask you a question: What do MMA fans love the most? In Knockouts. MMA? Knockouts. Ah, that's, that's too easy. It's too easy. Think a bit broader. Think. Think. I am themes. correct, though. Think themes. Blood and knockouts. What are you? What are you getting at? Let me get, let spit me it out. You, let me give you one first thing, dude. There's a guy on here that got a TKO by soccer kick. Listen, what do MMA fans love the most? One, soccer kicks. One God of the, damn it! No holds barred <laughs> soccer kick pride rules. That is something. Yes. That is something. But there is more. <laughs> what else happened? Old. Uh, by the way, you need to put down the clicky and the you, you put you, you're touching your microphone. Oh no! Okay, sorry. Old legends getting beaten down—that's something MMA MMA fans love. Oh yeah, yep. What else you're, is there? What correct. else is there? What else? What else do you think? Mm. MMA fans love when MMA fighters do boxing. They love it. <laughs> Wait, there was boxing on KSW. KSW epic, pal. Modified MMA, Darko <laughs> Stosic. What what else what else do they like? Don't 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 jinx this for you. Live in the moment, Luke. Tournaments. <laughs> tournaments. Dude, MMA fans love tournaments. It's 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 their thing. <laughs> this dude is just describing everything he loves. This and boomer MMA fan co-host of mine. <laughs> what else do they what else do they love? They love uniforms, geese, boxing gloves, <laughs> gee jackets. They love it. Yes. Also Definitely. The, some of the boomer MMA fans, they love Muay Thai in a cage. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm one of them. Now, listen, all of these things I told you, 
Old legends getting beaten down. MMA fighters boxing, tournaments, skis, uniforms, boxing gloves, no holds barred, soccer kicks, pride rules, Muay Thai in a cage. KSW Epic brought you every fucking single thing I just listed. This is incredible. Main event. <laughs> Main event. Dude. Dude's going to run down the whole card. Tomas, oh my god. Tomas Adamek defeated KSW legend Mamed Khalidov by TKO yeah. in a boxing bout. MMA fighters love talk about boxing. They love to call out box. By the way, Ilya Tupura is dead to me. He uh, wants to box? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, of course he does. This fight, the main event of this card was um, a TKO by injury. Yeah. Now, listen. Fit, fitting. You fitting for a, a Bellator, not for a KSW. You had a light heavyweight tournament that was running through the night, of course. <laughs> um, KO in the, in, the, in the semifinals, TKOs in the second semifinals, KOs in the final. Oh, for, no wrong. It was a split decision. Doesn't matter. It was an awesome fight. Awesome tournament. Dude, one whole tournament, one evening. Not the Bellator thing. Or the, or what was, who was that, that strike for the yeah. tournament? I remember. Oh yeah, PFL doing a doing a season tournament as well. You had. Can you imagine the the most risky MMA fighter to ever put on a on a card like this on a novelty card? It's Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett grabbed from the freeze. <laughs> Just grab. I know. Of course, this fight ended. This grappling bout ended in a draw. <laughs> ten minute, ten minute intermission while these guys hold on to each other. Dude, you had MMA Nagui. <laughs> Why? Why? You had, Why? You had one no holds barred fight, and then you had a pride rules fight. <laughs> Let me just tell you the Polish take on fight circus. Um, just everything. Just everything. Pretty you, great. It's just everything you need. And they get and they get paid. They get paid at least a couple bucks to do it too, right? Dude, imagine one night. It's actually, it's in between fight circus and just regular one shows or UFC cards. Yeah, but with way more action, way more KOs, way more fun. Stadium, KSW way more fireworks. Epic. Yeah, fireworks, ring girls, everything you need. Mm -hmm. So I'd say KSW. Epic. Was... Need to need, you need to watch it. Just, uh, just must, I can do watch. that. Just must watch. I've moved it to my must watch tabs. Uh, How many things are, you... are in the in the must watch tabs? Currently, KSW Epic and Craig Jones Karate Combat Flying Armbar Triangle from the Pit. Let me tell you, both of these things will make you very happy. A soccer kick KO in Poland will make you <laughs> yeah. very. It was yeah, it just well, make you very happy. A TKO by yeah, stomps. It's, just, it's, it's making was, me smile. It's yeah. just stomps and soccer kicks. Just no I like cares. it. Just looks very good. Just make me. Just is make that me. so? Is that is that your highlight of the weekend, dude? How could it not be? <laughs> because because all all of these things, just amazing. Um, so there there you go. Awesome. Now for the work like this this is also work we're doing here and well 
Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I would be asleep right now if not for this, but <laughs> I think it's it's so. like it's not that it's not that bad because it's not like I wasn't going to watch the UFC some anyway, and it's not like I wasn't going to at least try to watch PFL versus Bellator. Let me let, let's go through PFL versus Bellator because the, because the whole saga of PFL versus Bellator. By the way, I saw a, a, an insane Google Analytics graphic where they. Uh-huh. Um, analyzed ksw epic and pfl expellator search patterns just and on an international level not just in poland just case really? epic blows pfl versus versus um bellator out of the water so really espn should have made a contract with ksw let me say ksw is so successful because they do their own thing Mm-hmm. And they do it way out of the way of these large media conglomerates and corporate bullshit. That's just people who like fight. Mm-hmm. So don't wish for KSW to get, get even bigger. Don't wish for KSW <laughs> to get, get getting bought by the UFC or some insane mm-hmm. shit like that or merge with a, with a pro wrestling thing. KSW is pristine. Yeah, kind of can't. Pristine yeah. filth. Yeah, we need unsanitized. Yeah. Just, just for people who like fight. There you go. Uh, let's talk about one thing. I think, I think our boy Jonas from Hawaii um, is on a is on a bit of a trajectory, let's say. But he wanted us to watch the John Jones interview. <laughs> I did the PFL versus Bellator. What? How? How did you like react to Jail Sonnen talking to John Jones with a what? what some sort of uniform he was wearing? Chael, John was in the John was in the robe, mm-hmm. uh, or not that? Well, it's not really a robe. Um, it's kind of a robe. Yeah, well, it, but Chael. Chael didn't antagonize very much. Chael antagonized his uh, his co-host Sean more than anything. Rightfully so. It is incredible listening to John. Jo- it remains just insane what listening to John Jones speak. the The honeyed words of John Jones. <laughs> oh, I don't. I I don't think I need to defend my legacy to anyone anymore, and I just I'm just really happy to be here. Stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm moving around in my chair. It's Too incredible. much coffee. It's incredible. Listen, uh, it, because Listen. Jonas, Jonas wanted us to watch this interview. I'm not impressed. I think, John, I think Jonas, it, I wasn't, but you need to watch to the end. <laughs> I did because John Jones is, of course, his usual fake self. But yes. But but then he takes the headset off and faces off with the camera. Like, how good it's is that? so good. It's <laughs> very good. Dude, it's so good because it's so insane. Oh, God. I And Dana has to be upset that he was even there. But to go there and just let them cut a promo for a fight that cannot happen, cannot possibly happen is insane so good then why would sean they, why would, why would they, they do there? this why would he fly in there why would he interview why would he call out francis and gone nothing Dude, this guy will never fight again by the way 
it seriously makes me think he'll never fight again. No, sure, of yeah. course not. And by the way, shout outs to Vincent Yerli and other guys that were training. Um, that's that's a local amateur standout. Um, training with John Jones on some seminars. I think he's in Bangtao or wherever, wherever he is. Mm-hmm. People, dude, they, I don't know how old Vincent is, probably 20. Dude still reveres John Jones. Yeah. So we have to, we have to, but like very, it's a good interview. I, I thought a bit more shoving or some, some shoe throwing or what, like just some more action. I think Frank yelled, yelled out that if you bet against me, you'll be broke (laughs) because Frank is a boxer now. Of course. And he'll never fight MMA again either. So what, so what is the plan? Why because you, you said they had they they unveiled a plan for for Frank, <laughs> there which, is no which plan. I missed. There is no plan. There is no. absolutely no plan. The plan. The plan is to use Frank to get eyeballs on PFL. That's yes. the plan. Same with Jake Paul. Have you ever heard? Like, have have you? I, I've never heard. As like, I haven't I've heard nothing from Jake Paul for weeks now. No, actually, no, now I haven't that, either. Now I that, what he's up to now that PFL and Bellator like merged and his promo thing would be used the most not heard a thing there's always a question for me of like with with folks like you know once you have that that warehouse sized pile of money how come you're not just taking naps on it like scrooge mcduck mcduck why are you still tweeting you know maybe he's just taking a nap but it's the same with GSP. And GSP is not it's not an obnoxious one like Conor McGregor. But why are we still hearing stuff from GSP? He seems to be having fun, at least. Probably. <laughs> Commentating karate combat and talking about dinosaurs with Boss Rutten. I'm not saying I hate it. It's just like, why Why do you even... Like, from time to time, you have, okay, GSP will be back against Habib. People, please. No, that... Yeah, that's... That's ridiculous. I don't think GSP is doing that. Do you have any takes on, like, let's talk about two or three Bellator versus PFL champion fights? Because this is the, this was their big thing. Like, it cannot... is, is, is Clarissa Shields a champion? No. Oh. Because that's the only one I watched because ESPN <laughs> broke. I only watched the GIFs. Give me your sanitized take on, on Clarissa Shields fighting because the, the takes I read in our Discord. Oh, I didn't even get that far back in the Discord. I cannot cannot repeat them. My bullet point was Shields versus DeSantis, a study in futility. Uh, (laughs) What does that even mean? It means that to watch Kelsey have enough gas for a single armbar when clearly she could have won, and to watch Shields just teeing off... uh, on Kelsey at will afterwards. These punches were ugly. Like I, I'm looking way. at, I'm looking and, at Kelsey. Let, let me, let me, like I'm looking at Kelsey DeSantis on topology. Oh, no, and she's it, she's one and three. A few, a study in futility in that it was futile for both of them because for whatever reason, despite having all the tools to win against each other, neither of them could do shit. What a good take. Possibly, possibly proving you right that sometimes the person has to want to be finished. Yes. In order to be finished, yes. but also, also just somewhat embarrassing. Like, 
I was watching like all the heat Cyborg was trying to get for a Shields fight. I was like, ah, well, you know, Cyborg likes to swang and bang, and Shields is a boxer. Maybe they'll just keep it on the feet. And I watched Shields throwing these hooks wider and slower than anything I've ever seen in a Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes fight. And I was like, I see why Cyborg wants this fight. Now I'm not saying I, Kelsey I DeSantis. It. I'm not saying Kelsey DeSantis is, is high on the soccer mom gorge. She almost got the armbar. Exactly. That's why she is she's definitely on that soccer gorge. Soccer but but not high. Not high. Um by the way, deep dive. She once was supposed to fight Fallon Fox. I like it. She'll take any fight. <laughs> of course. So respect to that woman. But um and then you have Clarissa. Clearly not being able to even remotely finish this this lady that is on a soccer mom trajectory. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, I got cy- I got cyborg in that fight. Sorry to tell. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell all the Claressa Shields electronic collectible card people. One hundred one <laughs> electronic collectible card people. Probably not a good investment. What, what do you think? A Claressa Shields card or a Volkanovski card <laughs> will be a better investment. Oh man, you know it's Volk. Of course. Come on. Listen. Now the rest of it, yes. The rest of it, the results just kind of bum me out. Why would it bum you out that it? it I everything am it a Grata Ray Cooper the third fan. Yeah, okay, that's a bit. That's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and I'm a Ray, I'm a Clay Collard fan. So, but did you expect Ray Cooper the th- maybe maybe Ray Cooper the third could have won? But why was this a catchweight? Who did who did miss? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I would assume Ray. <laughs> 180 pounds. What is that? What is that even like that? That weight is just that's strange. 182. Yeah, I would assume that Ray came in heavy and was like, "You still want to fight? Let's just not cut weight." And Jason Jackson was like, "Okay." <laughs> 180 pounds. Jesus. Didn't the dude? Yeah, this dude fought at 170, right? Yeah. Maybe so. maybe that Johnny Applin was not was not um, more dominant is a bit strange. That look, Hannon Ferreira just bodying Ryan Bader. Yeah. Are we surprised? No. Ryan Bader is four, and that's that's what I was saying about like the unbridled and stupid optimism that I felt earlier in this year. I'm not. I'm not surprised, motherfucker. No. Okay. Nemkov beating Kapaleza. Of course, Nemkov is one of the best light heavyweights yeah, in the world. Of course, yeah. he's going to win. I'd say he's he's even the he's even the only talent that they've got. Well, definitely one of five or something. Let's say yeah. Aaron Pico. Do not right. discount. Do not discount Soldier of God, Yoel Romero. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Will Aaron Pico ever fulfill the perpetual talent that is he's supposed to be? Maybe we'll see. PFL is I I I do like that PFL will be giving them different opportunities to win a million dollars or to just have a fight here and there. It's going to be interesting. I'd like I'm I'm interested to see how it shakes out. It's also nice to see the the sheiks fly them all to the desert, yeah, um, and give them all some money. So that's good too. Did they fulfill 
their their duty to make this the biggest thing ever. I hope that I just hope that the Bellator name is dropped. It seems cursed, but I worry that it won't be because all these guys were the Bellator guys that won. Except. But it doesn't matter. Except Ryan Bates. Sean, ha- Sean from Liverpool had a good point. They won't drop the Bellator name until the Euro market contracts are done. Oh, yeah, that's the only reason. So. Now, last thing on this card. You, you immediately know that they want to fuck with you. It's an amateur, <laughs> it's an amateur bout as the opener. <laughs> it's immediately yeah. clear. It's immediately a big fuck off to you. That you pay, you, you have a big pay-per-view. It's your, it's your flagpole event or tent pole uh, event or whatever, whatever the, the yeah, tent pole, $50 for $50 for six fights. Yeah. Pay, you pay for a damn amateur bout. And you, and you watch a damn amateur bout on the, on the prelims. What is going on here? You, have you to, don't you don't have two pros to go to Saudi Arabia on your two different rosters that you're now combining. Come on, absolutely strange. You have your one of your biggest potential stars, Clarissa Shields. No, no, let, let's talk. It's just PFL versus Bellator champs seize the throne. I think Bellator was bodied because. Our boy Ryan Bader lost, which is the only. <laughs> Someone on Reddit said that the most Bellator thing possible was winning every champ versus champ fight except the main event. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Okay. Very good, Redditors. Look, Lucas, what happened? What, 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 what happened in Mexico? Brian Ortega rolled his ankle, man, and then he believed in God. Dude. So, Dude. So, very God. But listen, some questions first. Sure. Um, how do you? How sad did you get that Raúl Rosas Jr. First of all, that he was not there. Mystery illness five minutes before the bout. Yeah, goes from the Mexico card, which which was like a pretty hyped card, and I think the Mexican fans they were uber hyped. They were fired up. They were knocking each other out. Oh yes, we we'll, we'll go into that one. It's a good one. Straight from the Mexico card, which is probably the biggest thing you can go as a, as a Latin American fighter, to the Apex. Mm-hmm. We yep. later. What a bummer, man. Relegated. Listen, <clears throat> I'm going to do my best Dana impression for you. Please. This is an opportunity, and you fucked up by eating the shrimp tacos. This isn't my fault. This is your fault. You're in the Apex. There you go. Then, why... Then. Why wouldn't you have a Mexican in-cage interviewer? Why would you have this tri- triathlete there? <laughs> Which, the interviewer. So does the interviewer bother you? Do you Or the translator bother you? Do you like yes. that guy? No. You don't like him? I, I liked his... In, I, I hate translators. Because 90% of the <laughs> time they translate some bullshit. Which clearly hasn't been said. Does this guy do that? I'm not sure. I probably was pretty okay. But why? Yeah, I, I think he just does that thing where he like, he like inserts the emotion the fighter is trying to insert to get the point across, but doesn't always do it right. Pretty sure, pretty sure if you ask them in their native language or most of them there, better answers. But then 
that brought me to the to another question for you. Who is the best triathlete in the UFC? Is it Nate? Ooh. Is it Nick? Is it Connor? Is it Felder? It's not Connor. <laughs> it's it's probably Nick. Dude, Connor got run over by a car while Wait, riding what? his bike by while riding his um ten thousand or twenty thousand dollar bike in some in some training camp thing. I think it's I think it's probably Nick. Probably Nick. Yeah. In fact, I would love to see times. Uh, triathlon times. In fact, I would love to put them all in a triathlon against each other. Yes, that would be very good. I bet Nick. I bet Nick is faster than Felder. Yeah, hundred percent. Good. Yeah. Now get. Let's get into this card. Super friendly reminder first. We have the MMA Love Bushido ratings. Oh yeah, that's right. We rated UFC two ninety eight a whopping thirty seven out of fifty. With a one, one fight. And spoken in in the language of our friend Jonas, injected into our pills with a ten out of ten. Volkers is the Puria. Nice, and and we're rating only the main card. Look, what we do. I think that that's fair. What we do, we we probably we we, we try Damn. to just rate the main card. Damn, you know what? What? This is going to rate pretty high. No. Yeah, it what? is do we do if there is more than five <laughs> fights we want to rate we just rate and strike the worst one that's that's how it is done you both oh that's fair that's good which is that's that's very good 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 deal okay we will just with, with these mma bushido ratings we have to be like swift like a butterfly and sting like a bee you know be water which is which is adapt the rules as we go yeah definitely um so 37 out of 50 was the rating for UFC 298. Just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Look. Oh, by the way, I brought more data. We data now, Luke. I don't know why you want to do this, but if you're going to do this, you should feed it all to chat GPT. Moreno versus Royval 2. Did you, did you okay. have any recollection of the first fight? N- only barely, but... It's because uh, they kept showing it, but I knew they. I knew they had fought. Yeah, yeah of course. That's uh... yeah. May the best Brandon win, uh, and I think the best Brandon did. As much as I love Marino, yeah, I think. I don't think Marino was happy to be there. I could not. No, I didn't get that pump, impression either. No pump mm-hmm. whatsoever going on there. He was there with his... Look, one thing, he jinxed himself a bit, walked in there with his beautiful lady, lady friend, mm-hmm. yep. sipping sipping some Starbucks. I don't think, yeah. I don't think that's you, that's how you enter um, a fight. Yeah, they showed, Roy, they showed Royval walking in after, alone, there you go. glowering at every single person he saw. That's that's a better way. You, you, Knowing he was in enemy territory, wondering if he would even make it to the locker room without having to f- double leg a motherfucker. That's yeah. the mindset, you know. Cannot good mindset. Can ready just, to scrap. Can I just stroll and loiter with your girlfriend or your lady, your, your wife, sipping some expensive? I want you to remember what you just said when Dustin walks in to fight Benoit Saint Denis. <laughs> You know, you, you know, like that? you know that Benoit Saint Denis 
will not will not be not focused walking in there. I am so ready to an- psychoanalyze these walk-ins with you yes. next two weeks from now. It's very good. So that's, this was a flyweight fight. Flyweight fights go to decisions. A lot. 54.1% of the time. Like, Lower out- than I would have expected. But a lot, right? Yeah. So every second fight goes to decision. I pretty, I'm most pretty sure this one was going to decision. A lot of circling from Marino. It's not. It's uh, not. It's not the, the thing I expected personally. Dean Thomas telling us that Royal does not exit after his combos, but right when he says it, he constantly does it. <laughs> he yeah. constantly exited. Very very subtle. <laughs> Probably not, not something for Dean to, to see. Very nice. Uh, uh, I, re- I remember almost nothing, but I give this fight 5 out of 10 bullshitos. Dude, exactly what I gave it. 5 out of 10. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, I think it's just not, it's not remember. bad. Just don't worry. Like a 5 out of 10 probably in, in my book is just, it's just something that's just smooth. Just could, could be there, couldn't be there. You'll not get angry, you'll not get happy. Just there. Ortega and Yair were walking out for the co-main, and I seriously thought that they were the main event and Marino versus Royval was the co-main. Because in my mind, I, 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 get, I gave Yair and Ortega both so much more pop from MMA fans than the flyweights. I have so many takes on Yair <laughs> versus yeah. Ortega. Yeah, so there's, a lot, there's a lot here, man, for, for 11 minutes of fight. Yeah. First thing, let me start with the data. (laughs) 17.3% submissions in featherweight. That's rarer than I thought, pal. Yeah. Okay. Rate. Yeah, actually, considering some of the people in it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Dude, even Ortega, Ortega couldn't finish Volkanovski, but that's another story. The hairstyle of Ortega, like the damn predator. What is going on with his hair? Dude, dude, yeah. How dude, does it dude, look? He, how does it look he is when he's a not braided? Man. He is a new man. Reborn, some would yeah, say. Yeah, I like <laughs> hair. I If it's hair to the shoulders, Jesus look, I'm into it. Reborn? Question, question. Why is Tiki Goshen in your corner? Dude, I don't know. He I said, like it though. He said, second round, like between the first and the second round, he told your Ortega, this is exactly what we train for. <laughs> so, so you train for a fucking yeah. beatdown. <laughs> yeah, dude. For a beatdown. Dude, no, no, it gets better. Did you watch the, did you watch the post-fight speech? Of course. And he said that they beat the shit out of him for like three months. It's absolutely insane. This is exactly what we trained for, and it's true. It was exactly what he trained for. <laughs> Just beat. I know I got beat up, but Tiki and 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 who's its name? They 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 got me ready for this. They beat the shit out of me. <laughs> hairstyle like a damn, like, like, hairstyle like a damn predator. Tiki Goshen in your corner, jumping up. The jump. The jumping didn't look like it looks like how I jump. It didn't look athletic enough for me. Then you jump two or three times, just roll your ankle. Yep. It happens. Yep. Limping around in the introduction. 
You know what? Everyone pretends they saw nothing so that the fight can go on. Could have been over right then and there. I know. Imagine. Has this ever happened? Like somebody entering the cage and then we stop it. Guess, Guess what time it is. Time for the ref question. Yes, let's go for it. When the fighter does something that stupid <laughs> and you are looking right at them and they start limping or maybe their shoulder is noticeably dislocated and it is one minute before the fight starts, what do you do? I mean, if the fight... What shoulder- do you, Matt, the ref do? Not what the ref in this case should have done. What if, do you do? If the shoulder is dislocated, you you stop the fight like <laughs> there is no fight to stop matt the fight has not started the fight proceedings stop it <laughs> <laughs> what about the rolled ankle what would you have done here ask him if he was okay <laughs> yeah you just ignore it and he just says oh yeah i'm great yeah then you say okay let's go <laughs> because until the fight starts probably you don't care but like like i say the the bell would go off and then they start and the first step ortega takes he rolls his ankle again Probably. Then he falls over. Falls over. Year starts two, kicking him in the, in the guts. Yeah. Two or three bangs, it's over. Yeah. I've seen people in some rinky-dink white tie galas just dislocating their shoulder, putting it back in them by themselves, just fighting on. It's no worries. Yeah. Love it. Yarir also, dude, he poured out all the monster energy water there was. The, the, his his pit his pit referee guy was he couldn't believe what he was seeing the old guy like he wanted he wanted a towel so bad didn't get it ah oh, this man. first round this first Ortega just got banged on for two or three yeah, minutes dude. straight like spinning shit to the face body shots knees teeps to the tummy calf kicks ground and pound threatening with submissions dude, he just got ran over. Yep. Incredible comeback. Entering the second round, did did Ortega unbothered, moistured in his. He was trained for this. He was prepared for this. (laughs) Then, oh, this this is like the time Tiki shattered my orbital in in training camp. We're good. (laughs) Rodriguez locked up a joke that you cannot ever finish. Yeah. Drag him to the ground. Cannot be finished ever. This this kind of joke. You, you you lying on your back. All the dude is in half guard, head on head on the mat. You holding on to that joke? It's no way, Palmigo. It's never going to finish. Um dude, then this incredible side joke. Just hold holding it just long enough, right? Um the finish you're talking about? Yeah, the arm triangle? Yeah, yeah. Incre- not just not just how fast Ortega is to get that, but the getting it as the elbow is coming down to be so sneaky to use Yair defending the elbow against him to sink the arm triangle and then just hopping over and getting it. But I mean, to be to be fair, he took him down in round three and Yair was done, gassed, done, took him down straight into mount. So he had options there, but it was so sneaky and so beautiful. Holding Elbow it. to arm triangle. Holding TRT it. city, baby. Holding it just long enough. Oh, dude. Goddard was so mad. Goddard was so mad. But then there there are some screenshots around where Ortega is basically fearing for his life. 
fear for his life. <laughs> just all the, he didn't hear. Just didn't yeah, hear. No, he couldn't hear anything. Of course <laughs> like, not. Goddard, Goddard needs to like physically insert himself in there to break the arm triangle off of the air because Ortega cannot hear shit. It's so loud in there. I am very impressed. I love me some bouncing back, pal. Very that was amazing. It was really good. That is a clear 10 out of 10 fight. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to my referee buddy from the IMMF Worlds in Serbia, Ivan Gallegos. He had pit duty. He was walking out with Ortega. He was standing besides Ortega. Good deal. Not sure why he couldn't ref, but um, because... Herbie took his spot. Herbie takes all the spots. Yeah, it's okay. Also, Goddard takes all the spots. Yeah, Goddard takes all the spots. Okay, pal. Yarir versus Ortega, that's a 10 out of 10 fight, pal, if I've ever seen one. It was awesome. Uh, now, it's getting a bit... The more. rest. It's, it's it, Now the rest, exactly. That's a good That's a good way to, to put it. Is there a specific one you want to tackle? I Would you... I can tackle a specific one or I can run them down really quick. I will summarize for you and you can give us your scores. Let's you ready? Go. Let's go. All right. Francisco Prado, yes. proving you right that a guy has to want to be finished to get finished, got banged by Daniel Zellhuber for 15 minutes. Decision unanimous for Zellhuber. What do you rate it in your Bushido rating? Two out of 10. Ooh, it's a five out of 10. I like the blood. Dude, 47% of all lightweight fights go to decision. Thank you for the data. Two out of ten fight. Dude, there is an ugly cut. There is his eye was lumping, the nose was broken. Should not be a problem. You don't need your eye to fight. Prado, get in there. <laughs> Should not be a problem. Should not be a problem. Uh, so I, I, did, I didn't feel anything of this from this fight. Like just well. If you well, want to talk about feeling nothing, let's talk about Yasmin Haraguay versus Sam Page Hughes. Dude, I have a question here. Okay. Is Sam's nickname really Sam Page? Yes, it really is. Like she's a triathlete. She's she's a runner. Oh, looking at this fight, I could only wish I knew where Champy is. Yeah. And again, and again, and again, and still. And I gotta be a champion for a run. And again, and again, and again. And again, and again, and again. And again, and again, and again. Where is Champy? Truly, truly an excellent use of your soundboard. 65.7% of women's strawweight fights go to decision. That's the most decisions out of all the weight classes, pal. That is, uh, you know, Zhang Wei Li is doing her part, usually. Remember Champy? Uh, yeah, I do. Brings tears to I remember. Eyes. I remember Champy going to decision against Gadea. Or maybe she didn't. Did she? Please, pal. At the end, did that did that end early? Don't, right at the end. Don't be like that. All right, all right, all right. What did you give it? Two Three out of, out of ten. Two out of ten. Three out of ten. That's an ugly. Fight. Two out of tens are for bad, bad. The, uh, this was that's pretty. Ugly. That's ugly. Bad. Yeah, it was two out of ten. Yeah, it's not not good technique. Yerewi, she can fight better. She brought a bit of the heat, but bro. The thing that. The thing that you need to do when you're able to tee off like that is you need to be able to tee off and get a finish. So you have to finish someone. Let's go. You have to finish someone that calls. Let's go. Sandwich. Let's go. Yeah. Sandwich. And then. And then. Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan mm -hmm. was a bang. Mm -hmm. 
a bang for one minute and 46 seconds. <laughs> yeah. How strong? Which earned it a 7 out of 10. I liked it very much. How strong is this Taurus dude, pal? Um, not only strong, but also insane on the mic. Uh, makes me very happy. I think he spent so. more energy trying to stop the fight in the crowd than he was trying to... Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is when this is when the crowd fight went down, and we can talk about that now, didn't, too. Didn't have any problem with the problem. And that dude, he has seven first-round finishes. Jesus. It's like... Hitters, man. Dude's a hitter. According to my stats, only 22.5% of lightweight fights end in a submission. It seems right. Another back mount submission, of course. Feels like every submission from the back is from the back these days in MMA. Mm. What did you did you give that fight a rating? Yeah, I, I I love it. Seven out of ten. Give it a six out of ten. Bang it, bang it, bang it, bang it. So very happy. I like my ratings more this time. Because because that's fine. You can use yours because it's your show. <laughs> but it I I needed a little. I needed a little bang to start off my main card because I, I didn't even realize it was like seven o'clock and I was like, oh my God, the main card's barely starting. I'm, I'm in for the long haul here, especially Luke, with the possibility of an hour of fight for the last two fights. But Luke, but is, Matt, this is like this podcast episode is the 114th episode, not counting special episodes and roundtables and stuff like that. This is exactly what we trained for. Cards like these. <laughs> we were, we were brought up cards like these. The new, the modern era of MMA cards. Cards like these. Split decisions. Oh, dude. Yeah. One last thing before we talk about the crowd fight. Yes. There's a certain judge at this, uh, at this event that was at the event for Whitaker versus Costa last week. This judge's name is Mike Bell. Last week, he gave Whitaker all three rounds, despite Whitaker almost getting finished in the first. Mm -hmm. And I told you I sent an email. Did you get an answer? I didn't get an answer, but I think my email was forwarded on. <laughs> How did you think? I do, because, <laughs> because Faraz Ziam and Jesus Aguilar <laughs> won split decisions against Mateus Mendoza and Claudio Poyas and because they threw more strikes and did more damage. And guess who was judging in both and had it right? Mike Bell. Of course. Someone told someone named Andy Foster must have forwarded my email to Michael Bell and said, hey, the score is damage, then control. <laughs> I like to think that I uh, am influencing judges now. I'm, ju I'm just saying I cannot comprehend how people think damage is anything that is right right dear mike bell good job sir we forgot the fight or actually we didn't forget it the fight in the crowd how would you rate it uh at first like pretty low mm -hmm. like i'm watching i'm watching there's yeah. like you know there's like five guys involved it's about kind of like a three-on-two situation and then they, they kind of separate and take a huff because these are not trained athletes and they are at 7,000 feet in elevation and they're a mile high and they're tired because they just scuffled for 30 seconds. Drenched in liquids. Drenched in liquids. 
So clothes are ripped, and this tall dude stands up and looks at the guy he was scuffling with, and then out of nowhere to his left just gets lanced by this other dude. <laughs> and knocked right out. I shouldn't laugh. He landed hard. But he got back up, so he's not dead. At least not yesterday. No, 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 no. He will not feel good today, I think. But I think nothing nothing happened. Like, like was well, there was no security. No. None. Like, yeah, the, it was up to the fans themselves and apparently Manuel Torres to stop the exactly. fight. Besides Manuel Torres, nobody cared. Like I give, no. I give this fight a solid five out of ten. It's 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 good. It has it had some momentum shifts. It had the KO, TKO, but it's yeah. not, it's not enough people in it, and it's not too much. Like not not much things were thrown. That is a bit sad. Five out of ten Bushidos is fair. Yeah, he did grab a chair to throw it, but did not well, actually throw it. He didn't. Someone did. I saw someone with a chair. Not enough naked people. Like, n- not many people actually removed their shirts on their own or had their shirts removed by. by that's a fact. That's not. It's yep. just. It is a five out of ten. Just. Sorry. Yep. yep. So, if we look at this card as a whole and we we tabulate all these ratings, um, we get. Then you th- can drop. You can technically drop Paraguay versus Hughes. Yeah, listen. Because listen. the crowd fight is a five out of ten. Listen, and they're exactly. lower. If we re- if we don't replace it with the fight in the crowd, it's a twenty five out of fifty. <laughs> but if we replace it with the fight in the crowd, twenty eight out of ten uh, out of fifty. Not bad. I think that uh, dude, this system is so good. It's yeah, 20, yeah, no, and, and and it it's very twenty eight is like very. It's right about where I feel it should be, because we will remember like twenty five out of fifty would be. In, in a week or so, we will not be able to remember that it even happened. That's exactly in the middle. That's just neutral. That's just your body mm-hmm. temperature, basically. If it would be worse, we'll remember the worst thing. Like if, it's, if it's a 5 out of 50, we'll remember it years from now. And the 28 out of 50 is so perfect, pal, because we will remember Ortega's Jesus speech. His, we will remember his, his dreadlocks. We will remember him rolling the ankle. Mm-hmm. So 28 out of 50. This system is bulletproof. It's the best system ever invented. Pat myself on the back I, for that. I cannot wait to use this on UFC 299. It's going to be so good. I think this is also, by the way, I think we're, we're, we're through with, with the Mexico City thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with it. Never again. Is, is there anything... We need to talk from this weekend. Yeah, boy, Eric Anders is back, but you know it's I in mean, the apex. It's so sad. It's not good. It is. It's not good. But it, yeah, I'll, I'll watch. You know, and if we have to, if we have to boycott the podcast yes, again, I think then so. we will. I think I'm, but I am uber stoked for Kevin Holland versus Michael Page. And Dustin Poirier versus Benoit Saint-Denis. Uber stoked. You cannot be more stoked. You I cannot get more hyped. More pump. Look, UFC 299 already produces unhealthy pump. Yeah. So then you have Benoit Saint-Denis and Dustin Poirier, which is, which is an uber banger. Mm-hmm. Even dude, I, Sean O'Malley just absolutely 
he floored Aljamain. Dude. He beat Piotr Jan. Debatable, but he be- he did. <laughs> he did. He did. You have Michael Menon Page, which is... Incredible. It's, it's, it, dude, just guess his age. <laughs> guess his uh, age. Oh, shit. I have no idea. I, ageless. How old is he? 36. Oh, my God. How old is Holland? I, 20. No. Holland. How old is Holland? Holland is 31 now. Okay. I thought he was 20. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting old, man. We're getting old. Dude, you have Burns versus Madalena, which is, that is just insane. And Piotr Jan versus Gamrot. And Gamrot. My boy. Which I'd, I'd wish for Mateusz Gamrot to still be in KSW. I know imagine, you do, but he, imagine he, Mateusz Gamrot. He needs to go win. He needs to go win a lightweight title. Imagine Mateusz Gamrot in a no holds barred fight or in a gi fight. Know. Dude, imagine that dude in a gi fight. <laughs> imagine in a sump like it's just insane. Uh, I'm even looking forward to Kate Chukagin versus Macy Barber. That's that is truly insane. You should not look forward Macy to that. Macy Barber will start Kate Chukagin. Really. Caitlin Chukagin, is is she 40? She's got to be at least 42. 100%. Yeah. So UFC 299, and we, we said it last podcast, and I'd say, to, you, you know who is on the early prelims of UFC who? 299? Who? Joanne Calderwood-Wood. Yeah. They're <laughs> trying to give Marna Moroz a win. Why? Try, trying to keep her run alive. I have no idea. That is an insane card. Who did this? Who made this happen? Who made this happen? Blades versus Almeida. That's very good. On the prelims, heavyweights numbers five and six on the prelims. Blades just sent me an autographed uh, uh, photo of him. That is some of the best things I've ever seen a fighter send someone. A, a fighter like Blades. Let's be clear. Blades didn't send it, but... Why not? Why, why I do you sent, have to break I it? sent a... I sent a guy in uh, Colorado a bunch of Blades cards because Blades was going to sign a bunch of stuff at a at a trade show, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, thanks for all the extras. Do you want Blades? To, do you want me to get a picture signed for you?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." Who do, who who do, who should I who should he he inscribe it to? This Luke is fine. They just wrote Luke on it. It's good. In honor, so he he sent it back <laughs> in honor of the MMA Love podcast. In honor. Of uh, another cart dork joining our Discord. <laughs> Great horse rips. <laughs> the cleaver man himself. Um, tell me a bit about. Tell me, like for the last minute or so, keep it brief. But the cart, the cart scene. Do you have any feelings about it? What, what is the what is the meta going on now? Oh, we're all we're all in a holding pattern. We're waiting for the new the new tops cards to come. Should be out wasn't in the there, next month. Wasn't there a hiccup with that? Yeah, they got delayed. I don't know. They, there was this weird thing going on in in some of them that last year's baseball or this year's baseball cards. They had like they have this one of one that's called a gold vinyl, and then all of a sudden there were two of them for sale, and people were like, "What the fuck? It's supposed to be a one of one." So apparently they they screwed up and put extras in. Which, you know, 
that's that's good. That that always makes everybody feel nice and secure in their investments in cardboard. Yeah. So they're fixing that. So hopefully it wasn't something crazy like that. But but you know it doesn't matter. It'll be out in the next couple months. Investment in cardboard is is it still like? Would you say what is the, what is one one of the most valuable cards people are looking after right now? I would say the I would say the old Khabibs are still some still. of the most valuable. Still. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Not it's not the Max Holloway White Sparkle yet. No, but but, um, but soon, man. He'll be I the was, BMF. I was pretty pumped. I showed Great Horse Rips my top six cards. He said, "I have two Joanna and Jacek on card autos." Yep, very good. Got a lot of tops on card autos. He said, "Yep, I have some vintage." Andy Hoog and P- Peter Ertz cards. He says, yes, dude. Love the Hoog and the Ertz. K1. K1 cards. Then he said, Boogie Woman's autos are getting bucks. Like he did, yep. he put they're, in a double dollar sign. Yep, they're going up. There you fucking go, pal. I don't know why either, but I like it. Then, no reaction to the White Sparkle Max. No. Dude, no. does, dude, the dude is a connoisseur. He does not like Panini either, yeah, because it, it speaks to the me. old top, the old top stuff, and the old K one stuff is so awesome. Then, no reaction to the Germain de Ronda me card. That that oh. made me a bit sad. Yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, Germain's autograph is probably not the. I mean, you see it besides Andy Hook's auto, and you and besides Joanna's <laughs> autos, it's it it's it falls off. I I gotta give you that. Yeah, your top six becomes the top five in short order. Yes. Showed him also that Mirko Tigar card I have. Hey, hey you got your Krokop. You got your Krokop rookie. That's good. Why not? Why not? Listen, I think I think if you recap this weekend, and if you have, if you if you're smart like I am, you watched KSW Epic. You, you golden man. You had a good, you had a great weekend. It's time for me to watch some Craig Jones. Karate for, combat. Yeah, first, first thing for that, that, that because I can heard... you can you help me out real quick? Yeah. Why is there grappling at Karate Combat? Karate doesn't have grappling. Just why not? Okay, got it. Just why not? Craig Jones is a good guy. So one FC has changed the game. Yes, everyone does everything now. I think Fight Circus changed the game, but. Oh, you're right. I think phone booth Lethway, man. Phone booth Lethway. Let's see what the KSW Epic Two. Just, just imagine what could be there. Like, I hope. I mean, hopefully, there's a phone booth. Puchinovsky in a phone booth. There we go. Mm-hmm. Dude won't fit. That's what you say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think. I think with that, we're we're good. Uh, thank you for that we'll talk next week he looks a little shaken there this is some dramatic stuff here on Battle Bang (laughs) 